Welcome to Maybe You're Interested, a weekly podcast where we discuss topics in culture, questions from scripture, or things that we just find humorous or interesting. This podcast is brought to you by Northview Church in Kodak, Tennessee, and you can reach out to us anytime by visiting our website at www.mynorthview.church. Thanks for joining us. And now, on to this week's episode. Well, hello and welcome to Maybe You're Interested, a podcast of Northview Church. And as always, I'm joined by your good friend and sometimes my good friend, Mr. Jesse Kate, sitting here to my right, your left. I shared with you the other day that I was thinking about becoming an Atlanta Braves fan. And, and then you will always be my okay. good friend. Okay, so we'll get there. Right now you're just thinking about it. Yeah, just thinking about it. I'm mulling it over. Yeah, you if know. you can get your dad off the Cardinals onto the Braves, then you're not just a friend, you're a brother. Yeah, that's not going to happen, I don't think. Yeah. Anyways, also joined by a very special newbie to the table tonight, Joey Gossett, sitting here to my left, your right. Say hello, Joe. Hello, Joe. Um, <laughs> yeah, I'll just throw it out there. I'm not a sports fan at all, so. What are sports? Nothing uh, to you, right? Backgammon, chess. Monopoly. Like Monopoly. Chess. <laughs> cornhole. Can you do cornhole? I like cornhole. I'm not any good, but I like it. Nobody said you have to be good. Talking yeah. to the mic, dude. Talking to the mic. Talking to the mic. slide that over. Let's slide that right where you can talk oh. into it. He's new. He's new. I'm new. <laughs> I told you, Greg, that's Greg's thing. He makes right. people feel very uncomfortable in the yeah, first 15 see, seconds. See, I'm, that's, how, that's my defense mechanism, you know. <laughs> being mean to other people. With other people so yeah you know Thanks. we've got a topic tonight i'd rather just take a deep dive into that before we get yeah. to the topic let's let joey tell our massive audience a little bit about himself well i'm a trustee here at northview church we're not real sure what that is but i am one <laughs> it sounds pretty we, we gave you some responsibilities we don't know that they fall under a trustee's responsibilities but you got some i've got a title that's all that counts <laughs> is that all you got that's Anything all got, that's, that's the only thing i do that and you may see me on stage every yeah, Sunday. It, anybody should yeah. know you're the guy on the bass guitar holding, I'm, holding down the rhythm. Yes. That's right. Because our drummers can't, right? Scott Blair <laughs> and Nathan Hickman. Anyways. So, yeah, tonight we've got a, a topic that I think um, most people have heard a ton about, probably so much that they don't want to hear any more about it. Yeah. So we've chosen to do an entire podcast episode on it because nobody wants to hear about it. Right, yeah. Jesse? Yep. Uh, if you don't want to hear about this, just keep in mind it was Jesse Kate's idea for this topic. But it is a, a good, important <laughs> topic. <laughs> Uh, sorry about that, no, Jesse. That's okay. That's Anyways, fine. and we're going to talk about uh, cancel culture. Yeah. And cancel culture is that word that we hear so much now, and it just keeps continuing to to build. I mean, I don't, you can't hardly get on the internet or turn on the news without hearing something about cancel culture. So yeah. I guess the, the first question I have to you guys, it, is cancel culture real? Is it really a thing? Yeah, I think it's uh, I think it's very real, and especially um, you know we talked about this uh, post our last podcast. We even had the discussion of um, I think you brought it up to Zavin and I when we were sitting there talking. You were just like, hey, you know, if there's ever anything that you're uncomfortable with, that you're in fear of getting in trouble with your job, with your workplace, yeah. anything like that, you know, you guys need to keep that in mind whenever we go over these topics. And um, I think that. Uh, Cancel culture is a thing that's very real. I think with the media and the news that, that's out there today and just how instantaneous everything is, 
Um, you know, it's and not only is it instantaneous, but they have the ability to go back years and years and That's years. That's the crazy part about it. It really it? is, yeah. So, um, yeah, I think it's a very real thing. Yeah. How about you, Joe? You think it's a real thing? I do think it's real. I I think that it has changed over the years. How so? I think originally cancel culture was meant to shed light on on the bad guys, on mm. on the people who were. Yeah. You know, not living up to to what people yeah. saw in you know, on TV or on yeah. you know in the spotlight. Yeah, and I think now it's just become more. If you don't believe the way I do, yeah. you know, and it's kind of a, you know, you hear that phrase they're moving the goalposts. It's like, you know, today, and you see this from some of the people that have been canceled. You know, they say something one day, it's okay. Mm. Yeah, a year later, uh-uh. Yeah. You can't say something like that. Mm-hmm. It seems to be the trend that's going on. I, I have a few examples of cancel culture in our secular society that I was going to throw out there just as examples, um, and we can chat about these for a minute if you want to. Uh, everybody knows who J.K. Rowling is. I know Joey does because he's not a sports fan. Is it Rowling or Rowling? I have no idea. I think it's Rowling too. I've always know. heard Rowling, but it doesn't mean I'm right. Well, I'm sure she'll listen to this. And I she'll, think you're she'll right. send us an email yep. correcting us. Yeah. Anyway, she was canceled um i think it was last year pretty sure it was last year uh, for standing up for women's rights um really is what she was doing but she was in the view of the lgbtq community downplaying them because she was worried about the advancement of transgenderism especially like in sports and things like that hurting women's rights what's your guys thoughts on that that's big one that's pretty deep yeah uh, first of all, really love the books, um, you know, and the movies. So uh, great work there, J.K. Rowling. Um, yeah, I mean, I, I, I didn't even know that um, until I came down and uh, looked at the notes here today. But I think she's probably got some pretty good points, on, yeah. especially when it comes to sports. It, it, you know? it's, the, the funny thing about her, if you follow that at all, it was on the news some last year and we were in a pandemic, so I actually got to watch it. Um, the funny thing about it is she was not – saying anything bad about that community she was just saying this will hurt women um so i thought that was an interesting one you got anything to add to that one joe no i mean it's i that goes back to the whole thing of you know it's 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 if you don't believe the way i do or if Mm -hmm. you don't believe the way we do then then it's an automatic backlash yeah and that's a perfect example of this next one that's on the list and that is uh, goya foods which is the the I guess they do Mexican food, or I've never actually heard of Goya Foods. So yeah, I mean go. they're on the shelf in the store. I've seen them since this happened. Actually, yeah. uh, honestly, I'd never paid attention before that, but I guess they were there. They were canceled by the the left political uh, wing because uh, they supported Trump. Well, not not the company, but an executive in the company publicly supported Trump. So they pushed for a boycott of Goya Foods. Did you boycott Goya Foods? No. Oh yeah, you don't don't, don't know who they are. they are. Did you boycott Goya Foods? I did not. I can't tell you what they make. Yeah, I can't either. So I probably shouldn't have put this one on here because I did not boycott Goya Foods. I would not have over that. But I've also never bought anything from Goya Foods. Yeah, I just think. And I don't know anything about this particular example, um, so maybe I shouldn't speak on it. Oh, speak on it. Here we are. Um, I just think that, uh, you know, who somebody publicly supports or doesn't support as far as uh, in the political world, I just don't know how you can really – 
how do you hold that against somebody? I don't know how Just you because do. you support somebody doesn't – it just means that you think that they're the best. And really, in politics, a lot of times it's you think it's the best of the worst yeah, bunch. It's you know? the least worst. Yeah, exactly, <laughs> exactly. So it's not like you're saying, hey, I 100% believe in everything this, this exactly. person stands for. Um, so I don't. I just think that's a very slippery slope, and I, I'm kind of tired of seeing people go down it. You know. Yeah. It's, well, it's and, a little ridiculous, and especially if it's not even it's not the company that made a statement. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? It's yeah. just an employee, basically. Yeah. yeah. And he he may be the owner of the company. I don't know, but he was not speaking for mm. the company when he made the statement. Either yeah. way. Uh, next one on the list is Chris Pratt. We all know Chris Pratt. Mm. Chris Pratt's one of the most popular actors in Hollywood, but he attends a church uh, in the Hollywood area, the Los Angeles area, that has traditional biblical views of marriage. So last year on Twitter, they shut him down. How do we feel about that, fellas? I'll let Joey go first. Well, I mean, it it, it automatically hits closer to home because yeah. as a Christian, and as especially as a Southern Baptist, that's exactly where we're at. I mean, we don't have... We're not at his status, you know, anywhere near. But, no. <laughs> but at the same time, you know, if if they're going to start attacking anyone for their their biblical beliefs, yeah. yeah. Uh, the funny part about it, if you read the story on that, is, you know, he actually supports the LGBTQ movement, but he goes to that church. Yeah. So, just because he goes to the church, they canceled him, even though he's. Mm-hmm. He may not support it morally, but he supports it socially, if that makes sense. Um, This one I found interesting. I I just found these last three here, or last two here, um, when I was working on notes for this. There was a a black security guard who was fired in a school. He was fired because he used the N-word, and he was only using it to tell a student at the school not to call him that. But they fired him because he used the word. Probably the student, I would imagine, probably used probably it before had. that. Yeah. Probably had. I'm imagining it didn't give any more details on it. It was just an example of of being canceled. Um, and I thought that was pretty interesting. Yeah. Like I say, I don't know the story behind that, but if that is accurate, that's, well, <laughs> I'm just going to call it what it is. That's just stupid. Oh, yeah. So, yeah. Uh, And and the last one on here, a Boeing executive lost his job because he wrote, in 1987, he wrote an article um, that he stated his opinion of opposing women being uh, fighter pilots. Now, since then... That was before Captain Marvel came out. Yeah, before Captain Marvel. And since then, apparently multiple times he has come out saying that's not his position. He's, He's recanted it, but he still lost his job with Boeing because someone found that. 30 years later. So there's some interesting examples. You were going to add something there? Yeah, I mean, I guess, you know, I'm sure that one of Boeing's very large contracts is the U.S. government and other government entities. But there's no Boeing employee that is a a fighter pilot. So that was his opinion then, and he's obviously recanted it. Um, and taking it back, I just don't understand how yeah. some of this stuff Well, I don't works. understand any of these, to be <laughs> yeah. perfectly honest with you. And uh, and that brings us into the next uh, list of examples, because we're talking about how this applies to the church. Yeah. And the church uh, has been guilty of this as well yeah. over the course of the years. And these are all fairly recent ones um, that I'm going to mention. Um, for instance, there was a march, and this has been about 10 years ago. 
the, there was it was called the Million Moms March, and one of the things they were marching against, I don't think there was actually a million moms there, um, but they were protesting J.C. Penney because their spokesperson is Ellen DeGeneres, hmm. who, if you're living under a rock and don't know who Ellen DeGeneres is, she's a talk show host, comedian, actress who happens to be a lesbian. And if you were born after 2010, J.C. Penney used to be a department <laughs> store. Um <laughs> We there's still a there. couple open. Yeah, there's still a couple, I guess, yeah. <laughs> not many of them, but there's still a couple. Yeah. I don't know if they got any merchandise in the store. But yeah, probably not. <laughs> um, so as as Christians, that was an evangelical group that did that. You know, It wasn't just a group of moms. It was an evangelical Christian group of moms that marched against J.C. Penney because of who does their <coughs> commercials. Excuse me. Yeah. So I'm not sure – that that's the best way to uh, to reach people for Jesus. Yeah. Uh, and then we turn on our own sometimes, too. Lauren Daigle, one of the most popular Christian artists of yeah. the last at least five years. I don't know how long she's been out, five, six years, something like that. Um, she appeared on Ellen DeGeneres' talk show and performed on the show and then was attacked on social media because – on the show, she did not call out Ellen DeGeneres for being a lesbian. <laughs> she probably assumed it was general knowledge. Yeah, you would think. <laughs> yeah. And I would assume Ellen knew she was a Christian. Right. <laughs> Anyways, as we can see, these don't make a lot of sense. Yeah. Uh, Christians have boycotted Disney multiple times for multiple different things. Yeah. Um, Disney seems to be a big target of them. And, and this one, I'd forgot about this until I was researching this topic. Um, back in the late 90s, y'all remember the show, The Teletubbies? Mm, yeah. Yeah. Did you know that the the, Chris, the mainly Jerry Falwell Sr. boycotted The Teletubbies because one of them was covertly gay? Oh, wow. Mm. Covertly. Yeah. Not, e- not even show. open. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it was, yeah, so interesting. So I, I had all those in there just to say – we, not us in particular, but the church Christians point our fingers at all of these people who we say you're, you're being moronic, you're canceling people, you're not listening, you're, um, you know, all the, the various things that we yeah. say, and then we do the same thing. You could even make an argument that in modern culture, we started the whole cancel culture thing. Yeah. Um, back in back in the eighties with the whole moral majority. Um, thing and I, i'm not saying that they were standing up for bad things yeah um i mean teletubbies come on but anyways <laughs> there, there were things that 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 group stood up for that i think we should have stood up for but anyways we'll move on you could uh, probably add jk rowling to that list too because i know uh you know and the church that i was going to at the time the harry potter books that's true i didn't even think about that yeah. she makes both lists yeah Apparently, Ellen. She's definitely watching now. Ellen and J.K. Rowling are big targets of cancel culture. Yeah, because Ellen got canceled again just this past year for oh yeah being mean. she did on her yeah. show or behind the scenes on her show. So I guess a question that I've got as we really kind of dig into this um, is the world, the society outside our walls as a church, and this is where we can dig into some deeper discussion. Is the world trying to cancel the church? I think uh, I think a hundred percent yes. Um, I think that they've been trying to cancel the church. Oh, sorry, I had the timer pulled up here, didn't I? 
You're you see talking that cute to picture of Ellie, though? Every picture of Ellie's cute. Oh, thank you. No, I've never seen one that's months. not. Yeah, right, yeah we're good. Um, anyways, I think that uh, since the formation of the church, I think that it's been um, been trying to be. They've been people have been trying to been trying to cancel the church. Yeah, and. Um, you know, I, I think that um, as soon as you step out of the walls, people live a completely different way. And a lot of times, even churchgoers, um, you know, people will come in on Sundays and feel like they're doing a good job. And I think that one thing that I thought of when we were talking about cancel culture earlier, when we we're talking about how people can go back and look at your stuff now, I think that we, not just as Christians, as people, I think everybody tries to present themselves in the best possible light that they can, um, whether that's on their mm. social media. Uh, and really, that's just social media out in front of other people, um, out in front of friends that they went to school with, things like that. Um, but to answer the question, yeah, I think I think the world has been trying to cancel the church since the formation of the church. Yeah. What's your thoughts, Joe? No, I, that's exactly where I was at. I'm, it's It's been going on since the history of the church. Yeah. I mean, it kind of started with Jesus, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. As far as the church goes. I mean, it was going on even before that. Um but you look at the whole story of Jesus um, and his ministry on this earth, and I mean, they just they they wanted to cancel Jesus. Basically, mm-hmm. obviously, wasn't called that. Um, but that's in in essence, it relates very much so to to what culture tries to do mm-hmm. today. And and you look, and it was the religious people who were going after yeah. um, someone who at that for that for that time it was because it challenged their power when we see the church going after people today it's uh it's not so much because power is challenged it's because i don't know i lost my train of thought i'm sorry about that yeah you understand where i'm going (laughs) yeah i do and i feel like as a church we are so quick to um point out whenever we feel like cancel culture is happening um but we're not quick to take responsibility for where we've, you know, committed that yeah. in the past. Um, you know, I mean, I can say that I don't judge people for things that they've done in the past, but I'm a human and sometimes I do, you know. Yeah. Um, but I think the big point is, in God's eyes, cancel culture is non-existent because he sent his son to die for every one of our sins and not just the sins that we committed today, but also the sin that we committed 10 years ago that hopefully we repented from. Yeah. You know what he did with those sins? Erased them. He canceled them. Yeah, I guess. Dang. <laughs> See I what I did it. there? I missed it. Man. <laughs> oh, my dad's going to be so disappointed. Joey knew where I was going. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. My dad's going to be so disappointed. Yeah. So it's been going on forever. Yeah. I mean, you can even look inside the church at the Protestant Reformation. That was... Now, I agree with the Protestant Reformation, but in essence, that was a form of cancel culture that was going on. So it's not something new. We just put a new label on it. How long has this term been around, cancel culture? Do y'all know? Uh, Yes, I did know. Because I don't. It's uh, it's actually only been about the past 15 years or so. Okay. Just 15 years. My gosh, I've heard it. Oh, yeah. It seems like we've been hearing it for 20. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Did did it coincide with the rise of social media? It did. I'm sure it did. Actually, it started in China. Really? It did. Really researched. I've researched this one. (laughs) Uh, And in China, that's it was basically you know um, citizens and people on social media, you know, kind of bringing a spotlight to corrupt politicians and and things of that nature. Mm. Um, 
And so kind the, of being used in a way for good. Well, yeah. Yeah, I mean, it was, it was sort of a, a vigilante-style justice, yeah. I guess, or whatever. Yeah. Um, but it didn't catch on in America until probably about 10, 15 years ago. Right. Um, when we start, you know, and, and it kind of evolved in America yeah. as, you know, anybody who's different or anybody who doesn't. Yeah. So if we talk about is, is the, the world trying to cancel the church, we, we can kind of look on the history. We mentioned several examples of the church doing the same thing and the church has always had a megaphone really you know mm-hmm. pastors have had had the pulpit had the stage the church was the center of community in most places through the years it's not anymore but it was and now anyone with a phone in their pocket mm-hmm. has a megaphone yeah so maybe that's why we've seen some not not really shifting of it because it's always happened but the prevalence of it in where we just can't escape it anymore. Yeah, and I think too, people are just so much, uh, so much more courageous whenever they can do it. And, and even though it's on their profile or whatever it is, yeah, it's easier not to say it in person. Though. It is, yeah. And I mean, that's something that I've noticed. You know, over my years in outside sales with customers, is uh, they may freak out on me on an email. But if I have a phone call with them, it's, oh, yeah, no, it's not that big Mm -hmm. of a deal. You know, I know people mess up, things happen, things like that. And then if I'm in person, they're like, yeah, that's no big thing at all, you know, kind of thing. Yeah. And it's just, um, I think people just want to put on a show kind of whenever they're behind a keyboard or behind a screen a little bit. Yeah. Do you think those are the genuine feelings that come out on the keyboard or sensationalism? Oh, I'm sure they're probably genuine feelings to an extent. Mm -hmm. I think it starts in genuine feelings, sure, but then yeah. I, at least in today's world, I think people are trying to get clicks and likes yeah. oh, and shares, yeah. and I think they sensationalize their own feelings to get yeah. them. Um, so, yeah, I think we all would agree the world is really trying to cancel the church. Yeah. Do you Can you think of any current examples of how we've seen the world trying to cancel the church? I think uh, one thing that I think about, um, and I'm not a big fan, but uh, Tim Tebow, and the, you know he's been in the news a lot here recently. Yeah. He just uh, re-signed with the Jacksonville Jaguars, um, which may jump us off into the sports podcast that we've been talking about for hey, this entire time. Joe, Joe's going to join us yeah. and give, give yeah. the non-sports take on it. Uh, but anyways, you know, it's uh, and to try not to jump too far into this. Um, you know, people have, have wanted him off the field. They don't want him kneeling and praying and, mm-hmm. and doing some of the things that he does. Um, but at the same time, um, for a guy, since Tim Tebow has been re-signed, people have also asked, okay, well, if he can get a job, why can't Colin Kaepernick get a job? And that's another hot-button sports mm-hmm. issue that everybody knows who Colin Kaepernick is and kind of what he stands for and some of those Because things. he was never a good quarterback. Well, here's my thing is <laughs> – But was Tebow ever really a tight end? No. No. <laughs> Tebow shouldn't have a job either. Yeah, no, he shouldn't. But, you know, Tebow provide. this is not – this is not on our podcast. Tebow provides value, and Kaepernick, I don't think, would provide any value because Tebow in Jacksonville can go to all the Florida boosters and be like, hey, you guys want to buy season tickets to the Jaguars game? So they just got him to sell tickets. Oh, like, 100%. Oh, yeah. Kind of like how the Mets signed him to oh, sell yeah. tickets. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, and and rightfully so. I mean, that's their team. They can make that decision. Just like my boss, if he decided he didn't like me, could say, hey, Jesse, um, why don't you go find another job? And yeah. I'd 
have to say okay. And then he'd hire Tim Tebow and yeah. sell a yeah. lot of whatever you sell. Yeah, exactly. So. Exactly. But that's way off the point. I didn't mean to kind of get oh, down Oh, that's that all right. But, um, yeah, I think that's one that I think of is, is Tim Tebow. Yeah. You think of any, Joe? As far as, as, as the world trying to cancel the church, I mean, it's – you've got it everywhere. You've got our, our TV shows. You've got the uh, – I watch a lot of the singing shows, so there's a lot of you hear a lot of you know you can't sing that song because you know. Yeah. Um, fortunately, it seems like those are kind of coming back though. Uh, this week I watched one of the more popular competitions, and it seemed like every other song was yeah. a Christian song. So I, I don't know if that's turning or if it's. I, I remember watching one of those shows. It's been several years now, but they were. It was like the whole all the com- competitors were singing a group song together mm. and it was will the circle be unbroken mm. and they cut out the word lord and change it cha- you know it's will the circle be unbroken by and by lord by and by it was by and by oh is what they changed they just wow just took changed out lord it and changed it to oh yeah so yeah that does happen it happens a lot mm. uh, just recently if y'all watch the news at all um and this is in canada um hey. the, the <laughs> Uh, Canada is still in lockdowns for COVID, um, but churches kind of can still meet. But in one particular city, I don't know if they call them cities in Canada. They call them something else. Don't Provinces. They? Yeah, whatever. Those are states. Those are states. Yeah. We're going to call it a city. People think I'm a moron right now. <laughs> I would agree. Anyways, th- this particular pastor, uh, they were telling him he couldn't have church anymore. He had to go online, and he refused. Um, they have... My understanding is Canada has freedom of religion, just like we have in the United States. Um, so he said, we're going to meet. And when they met, after the service, at least they, my understanding, at least they waited till after their worship service. Uh, it wasn't just a couple of police that came in. It was um, like dozens of police, a couple wow. of dozen police came in to arrest this pastor for having church and that's an extreme um, example of it, um, but is that where it's going? Is that where we're going to end up? I think that's what the non-Christians in our society want. They yeah. want us to shut up. Sure. And that's an easy way to shut us up. Yeah. Because he was technically probably breaking the law in that province. But it'd be like here, you know, when we shut down last year, uh, we shut down for COVID, but we chose to shut down for COVID because we love our community. Um, We could have stayed open. We were not required to shut down. Some churches did not shut down, but the majority in our area did. Um, We didn't feel it was wise for us to do it, so we didn't. Um, But that would be like saying if we had had church last year, we could have got arrested for having it. So extreme but it's happening so obviously the world is trying to cancel the church and we can look at scripture and scripture tells us it's going to happen Mm -hmm. jesus said they hated me they're going to hate you too yeah Um, so we know um, that non-believers are going to come after christians um, and it's all uh, i believe it's supernatural warfare led by the enemy uh, we're not even going to mention his name on this podcast because he's not worth it. Feels just like J.K. Rowling. You know, they don't say Voldemort and he who. Find him. Satan. Satan. Okay. He's the enemy. Um, 
Just really tying it all in here. <laughs> tying it all in. But as we kind of get to the wrap-up point of this conversation, when we think about cancel culture, um, I think there are ways that it can actually help the church. Um, first off, before we get into the ways that I think – do you think there are ways it can help the church without looking at your list? I know. Just in case. Yeah, I know. You've already seen this. Um, you can't use mine. Yeah. I think, and I don't know if this is one of yours or not, but um, I think just having the um, presence of mind when, whenever you're living your day-to-day life of, okay, this is something that I want to do, but what are the ramifications if I do it? Or what are the what are going to be the consequences if I do this mm-hmm. kind of thing? But so I think just – um, being more present in the moment, I think. Yeah. You got anything, Jesse? Oh. Hey. Other Jay? Joey? Yeah. <laughs> He's got a way yeah. better beard, beard than me. But. I, same yeah, haircut, though. Same yeah. haircut. <laughs> I mean, it's just, you know, I I think <coughs> with cancel culture, I, I think it, and I don't know that this is what you're asking, but, you know, I, I think if we if we can stop and, and ask, you know, how is this affecting me directly, you know, or, or personally, it kind of, you know, makes that, that shot, you know, if it's not, if it, if it doesn't hurt me, you know, I would rather love on somebody than, than be against them, you know? Yeah. Yeah. I would agree with that. Um, the, the first thing that I've got on here, uh, and really the first thing isn't even on this list. I believe that it weeds out, um, we'll begin even more to weed out non-Christians who are in the church. Because at some point, if you're not really a believer, if it's if you're not fully focused on the Lord, not it's not worth it, it for yeah. you. Mm-hmm. But for those of us who are in the church and we are disciples of Christ, um, first thing I've got on here is that cancel culture forces believers to be active in their faith. And what I mean by that is kind of you guys have kind of alluded to that a little bit. Um, I'm saying you can't just sit back on your heels anymore. It's actively loving the community actively loving the people you're around yeah um and not just pointing your fingers at people and saying that's wrong that's wrong Mm -hmm. that's wrong being active in serving christ said that um, if you want to be among the greatest you have to be among the least and that is a servant um so that's the first thing i would say would actually help the church um, benefit the church as far as cancel culture goes it causes us to actually live our faith that first one it brings to mind i know you've read it before but uh the crazy love book by francis chan um you remember that a few times yeah me too (laughs) me too but um there's uh an entire chapter dedicated to the lukewarm christian Mm -hmm. and that's kind of who you're talking about right now so yeah think of that it'll weed out the lukewarm christians in a a hurry Um, what's your thoughts on that joe no i i mean I, i i agree i can see that it's not if we're not invested enough in our faith, then what's the point in fighting for it? Yeah, yeah, I agree with you. Um, number two that I have on here, uh, cancel court culture uh, forces believers to be able to know their faith and explain what their beliefs are. Um, in other words, I don't know. I grew up and, and nobody could really quote Bible verses and we relied on the preacher to be able to tell us theological points of view. And if we had a question, we'd say, ask the preacher kind of thing. You can't do that anymore. Yeah. Um, just on your social media accounts, you can't do that anymore <laughs> because people are 
putting untruths out there about Jesus. And we are, as believers, called to defend the name of Christ. So give me give me some feedback on that. What's your thoughts on that idea? Yeah, I think that's uh, one thing that I've always, uh, and admittedly something I've always struggled with is, you know, I spend time in the Word and do things like that, but um, I can't, I'm not great at recalling memory verses, and I don't, I don't memorize verses like I should. Mm-hmm. Um, so really, that makes me think, gosh, I really need to do a better job. Yeah, on doing that. and I guess I should be a little more clear. I don't mean like memorizing scripture necessarily, because I'm not great at quoting verses word yeah. for word. I can, I can quote them. I can't always say, you know, it's located in this book, this chapter, this verse, and this yeah. is exactly what it says. Mm-hmm. I can usually say. Somewhere in Romans, Paul yeah. wrote this <laughs> yeah, and give you the mm-hmm. gist of what he said. Plus the fact, and this is a detriment to, to being able to do that, I preach out of three different versions of Scripture. Yeah. So I'm in a different mm-hmm. version depending on the topic, whatever kind of the wording of it I think fits better. That sounds like I'm choosing. That sounds really bad the way I just said that. <laughs> Anyways, if you're a preacher watching this, just <laughs> fast forward. Yeah. <laughs> So what do you do if you if you run across somebody who either intentionally or mistakenly has shared the wrong information? A believer or a non-believer? We'll say a believer who just doesn't know better. A believer who doesn't know better. Um, I've actually had this happen where I've seen something shared on social media that was totally inaccurate. And I talked to them privately and said, mm. you know, that, that wasn't accurate you might want to take that off your wall because uh you could confuse some people with that Um, so i think that's the best way to handle it you need to handle it promptly Um, i think i sent them a private message actually actually to do it because if you wait then who knows how many people's gonna see it Mm -hmm. you know yeah um and it depends on how egregious of a Mm -hmm. mistake it was you know if it's if it's one that could challenge the gospel especially Mm -hmm. the truth of the gospel you got to nip that pretty quick um, but if it's a non-believer that does it, uh, in love and backed up by Scripture, I think we should reply to it on their on their posts, depending on who it is in the context. I mean, sometimes it's just not worth it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, but if it's someone you're close to, um, someone who you know is not going to just blow it out of proportion, Put it out there. Challenge it with the truth so that the truth is at least in the comments of the post. So what do you guys think about that? Yeah, I think that's a pretty good uh, – I've never really thought about it like that, but I think that's a pretty good uh, pretty good way to do it on a non-believer. I think that there's you, – you've got to know the person, but I think it, require, it does require like a gentle touch kind of. Yeah. yeah, you know, Jesus was – he was always gentle. Yeah. Um, but he was always well, not always gentle. He wasn't gentle with the Pharisees. But when he was going into a, the home of a sinner or talking to a prostitute or whatever, he was gentle. Yeah. Um, he dealt with. It's the false religion people he dealt with so harshly. Um, and most of these people we're talking about, they're not really false religion people. They're made up mm. stuff. They've just come to beliefs from so and so told me this, so and so told me that. We're going to mesh it all together and. Not even look in the Bible to see if it's true. Mm, yeah. So I was gonna say something, but I don't know if I should. I go for it. We can always edit, Jesse. <laughs> yeah. Well, I was just gonna say the one thing that drives me the most nuts, and I'm very just sorry. Just don't throw a name out there. 
No, I'm not going okay. to. I'm very sorry for anyone that loses a loved one, but if I have to see this earthly angel gained her wings today one more time. Oh, yeah, that's on, just false theology. Yeah, it is. You will it not become an angel nuts. when you yeah. die. Yeah. Um, you don't get wings. Yeah, ain't, I mean, the Bible tells us that, you know, human beings are precious in God's sight. We are his treasure, not angels. Yeah. You don't want to be an angel. No. We are actually in God's um, hierarchy. He wants us more. If that, that sounds terrible, too. I'm making all kinds of things that just don't sound right, but they're accurate. I'm just not wording it well. <laughs> Anyways, uh, last thing I have on here um, before we close this out. Cancel culture actually helps us to reposition our focus back to God. And here's what I mean by that. How many Christians do we know that argue over and seem to find their hope in things like the Bill of Rights or even just narrowing it down to gun rights or freedom of speech? Um, I'm sure there's non-government things that you all can think of, but that's all I've thought of right now. Uh, when reality, those things, yeah, they're important, but nowhere in the Bible does it say you are guaranteed the right to own a gun. Uh-huh. Yeah. Now, our Constitution does, so I, I, if you want to fight for that, fight for that. But our focus should not be on that. Yeah. It costs us the argument with non-believers when our focus is on that and not on the gospel. And I'm not just ta- saying throwing God's name out there the gospel sharing the actual good news of what it is for someone give me your feedback i think that so many times um, as christians we get caught up in i mean in all reality this is our hell we are living in our hell right Mm, now if we're living the right way and doing the right things and making Mm -hmm. the right choices this is the hell that we're living in before this is as bad as it gets for us yeah Yeah. this is and so this is the hell that we live in before we get to go spend eternity with god um i just you know in no way is this time going to be perfect for anybody yeah um our really our only our only thing should be how can i show god's love to Mm -hmm. people that don't feel like they're going to be going to heaven after this and Yes. yes i mean you know i think Obviously, Bill of Rights and Constitution, all that stuff is very important, I think. and I don't mean to uh, minimize that at all. But like you said, if we can just focus on that big picture um, of what's really important, like do I want to convince you why the Bill of Rights says this, or do I want to have a conversation with you about how, gosh, you know, we have a loving Savior who sent his son to die for us on a cross so that our sins would be erased. If you think about life, you know, Miles and miles and miles long, never-ending. Don't, don't poke my eye. <laughs> never-ending rope. I wasn't made to be. A I've pirate. used this illustration with an actual rope, but we're going to do it with imagination. Yeah. Your life is like that mm. on the rope, and, and we're worried about our rights in this. Why aren't we focused on the rest of it and getting people mm. there? Yeah, that's really what it should be. It should. When we see what cancel culture is doing, and we're doing the same thing to them. In reality, we need to be pointing all of them back to Jesus. Hmm. Give me your thoughts, Joey. Well, I mean, just just going back to what Jesse said, it's on a selfish level. If we could just remember that that this is as bad as it gets, yeah. you know, this is nothing. You know, there's there's nothing that can 
can take it down from there. You know, it's. I don't know. The Braves hadn't beat the Blue Jays yet this year. That's pretty bad. And Jesus still loves you. <laughs> but does he love the Braves? Well, I can't guarantee that one. I mean, it's like five games now. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe they're going through tribulation periods. Yeah. <laughs> Their fans are. I'll tell you <laughs> what. <man. laughs> so as we close, and getting back to being a little bit serious here. What should the response of a Christian be in the face of cancel culture? We've kind of touched on it, um, but just kind of what's your thoughts on that? Summarize it in like, you know, one or two sentences. Joey, do you want to go first? Well, I mean, I just think it's it's remember the big picture. You know, Um, it's it's hard to, to what's the saying? You can't point a finger without four more pointing back at you. Yeah. You know, you can't, you can't as a Christian, well, it's three. It's three. Depends on how your thumb bends. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, I lost my train of thought. Go ahead. Thanks, Greg. Yeah. <laughs> Golly. Yeah. yeah. I've done that. No wonder we can't get any guests. Yeah. <laughs> but you can't, you can't blame someone else in, in cancel culture. You can't look at them and say, this is what you guys are doing. This is what you're canceling. This is, you, 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 when we've, you know, we've, we've looked at the church has done the same thing. We've done the same thing. We've stood up and we've said, you're wrong for what you're doing mm-hmm. rather than, you know, I love you. Let me show you what God says. Yeah. Your turn. Yeah. I think, um, man, I'm about to give the most Northview church answer. <laughs> ever right here but you're going to um, include making disciples somewhere in that i'm not yeah uh, no, then no, it's no, not the most i was just going to say love god and love others um you know i think with uh cancel culture megan and i had a really interesting conversation with some of our family the other day uh we were just talking about some uh issues going on right now and i think cancel culture was one of them and uh we were talking to one of our family members and she said, you know, I've got a friend that she's a devout Christian, you know, in church every Sunday, spends time in the word, spends time in prayer, spends time in worship. But anytime we have these conversations, um, she just leaves the room. She doesn't want to have the conversations. And, you know, at first I thought, you know, that's really, that's a wise thing to do. But then I thought again, and I, I just thought, you know, it is, it is good to, to kind of get away from confrontation sometimes, but at the same time, we have a responsibility, I think, of we know the truth. And um, I, I think we have a responsibility to share what that truth is. But I think so much of it is how we choose to share that truth as well. There are very direct and inappropriate ways to do it, which we yeah. see a lot of. Um, and that's the stuff that makes the news and media, the, the things that don't. And rightfully so on both sides. Not everybody on the other side is completely evil. Um but on both sides, there's also a really loving and a nurturing way to say, hey, let me tell you, this is what I believe and this is why I believe it. And here's what I'm basing this off of kind of thing. Yeah. So I think just having that those conversations in the right way and just I think if you're always thinking about loving God and loving others, I just think that, you know, I mean, Jesus said it was the most important commandment. So, and, you know, he said that to the Pharisees. And I, if he said it, then I'll, I'll go with that. Yeah. <laughs> Well, I would say my answer would be, I mean, it's along the lines of everything you all have said, but it would be, in the face of cancel culture, don't go on defense. Don't just clam up and try to retaliate. Don't even try to retaliate. But still go on attack. And how do we attack? We attack darkness with light. 
So when we go on the attack, attack with the gospel, not with it's my rights or you're wrong. It's this is the gospel. This is what life is really worth if you follow Jesus Christ, and this is what he did for you. And I think if we attack darkness with the gospel, if we attack cancel culture with the gospel, uh, that's the only answer. It's not going to end it. Um, But you never know who the Lord is working on, and our response to them may be the difference in eternity um, with Jesus or eternity in hell. That's kind of a down note to close on. But anyways, <laughs> thank you for joining us for this episode. Maybe you're interested. we got new episodes coming out almost every week unless yeah. one of us uh, bail on it for whatever reason. Yeah. Um, but we're, we're thankful for those of you who are able to tune in. And if you've got feedback on, on our topics, we'd love to hear back from you. You can, can mention them in the comments. You can shoot us private messages on Facebook. Or you can always reach out to me through email, greg at mynorthview.church. And I would love to, to hear your thoughts on these things. And, uh, and maybe we could start a conversation. And we don't pretend to have all the answers. Nope. Um, but we do want to base everything we do in Scripture. So even if you've heard something you think we got wrong, we want to hear it. Mm-hmm. And we would love to, to talk about that. And we'll bring it back up on a future episode if it is something that, that we've messed up on. We'd love to have you come visit visit us here at Northview Church. We meet at 340 West Dumplin' Valley Road right here in Kodak, just across the street from the Optimus Park. And we meet every Sunday right now at 9 and 10.30 a.m. Um, going this summer, we'll just uh, we'll just have one service at 10.30 a.m. Um, but until June, if you want to come join us at 9 and 10.30 a.m., we would love to have you. And if you can't be here in person, you can always join us right here on Facebook uh, for our live stream every single Sunday. Um, and like I said, we would love to hear your feedback on this. So, so send us your messages. And until then... Uh, We will see you next week with another episode of Maybe You're Interested. Yep. Thank you guys for joining us. We'll see y'all later. See ya.